This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Thank you for choosing the Dine Local ST podcast. Visit DineLocalST.com for the latest in restaurant offerings. Here's your host, Nick Shinton. All right, everybody. Hello and welcome. It's another episode of the Dine Local San Diego podcast. I'm your host, Nick Shinton. We got an awesome show for you today. Later, Kate Irick's going to be in the studio getting us better buzzed. And then we're also going to have Chef Kat Johnson from Luce coming in to talk about her menu. But like we do every week, we're going to kick it over to our farmer's market expert, Joe Herman. How you doing today, Joe? Great, Nick. How's everyone else doing? <laughs> Wonderful. What's going on in the markets this week? Well, fall still coming in. We're starting to see the the staples of fall. A few more pear varieties have uh, come in from Penryn Orchards. Uh, apples, lots of apples. Uh, one thing that's going on, though, is since the, the temperatures are cooling down, we're going to start seeing things like radishes, turnips, leafy greens. Yeah. Uh, so we can get into all that. Um, even the lettuces are, are coming around more. And there's kind of things like the cooler nights and then like a little bit of warmer days for a growing cycle. And that's kind of when they start coming back. We haven't seen them because they've been pretty hot lately. Yeah, too hot. Everything's just getting burned up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have seven different varieties of apples in the warehouse right now. Uh, there's a handful more than that up there. Mm-hmm. But that's all we brought in right now. I see you brought a couple into the studio today. Uh, apples, you know, one of the, definitely one of the staples of fall. Um, what, what do we have in there? Uh, right now, from Fairhills Farm specifically, we have uh, six different varieties. We have a Cameo, which is a beautiful apple. It's uh, yellow with uh, red striations, which is an indication of its maturity. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a Fuji, Jonah Gold, Gala, Granny Smith. Uh, we have a, a Honeycrisp, mm-hmm. my favorite out of all of them. It's just all around balanced apple, sweet, tart, crisp. Obviously, it's, it's a good looking apple. Yeah. So I know like, you know, one of the things that apples are used a lot for is baking. And I know kind of the staple on for baking apples is the Granny Smith because of its tartness, because of its texture, because of firmness. If a chef wanted to use a different apple, is there any one of these farmer's market varieties that you would recommend for baking? Sure. Uh, I'd go right back to the Honeycrisp. Uh You know, it's going to hold up. It's not a, a mealy texture. It won't turn into mush. Uh, texture, I think, and is then, like the most important thing for absolutely. apples. Absolutely. High acid, too. You want anything. It, it goes back to, like, stone fruit. Uh, you know, you don't want to use white peaches for, for cooking because mm-hmm. they're just sweet. There's no acid to them. You want to use yellow fruit, which is a yellow peach, a yellow nectarine. Uh, so I would go with them because they're, they're higher acid, hence the Granny Smith being, like, the go-to for baking. And so, uh, like, stone fruit and apples do have some similarities, don't they? Like as far as maybe their growing cycle or right the the trees blossom at the same time uh huh so apples just take a we see long. that in the spring and then just the apples take the whole summer as their growing cycle whereas the peaches and stone fruit kind of finish a little bit early correct cool um any things about the history of apples you want to share with us today uh sure we got some we got some apple facts going on uh apples all can be traced back to an area of the world I think it's between the Caspian. And the, I don't want to say the Dead Sea, but uh, one single forest, right, in, over by China. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's where they all come from. There's 7,500 different apples grown throughout the world. 7,500? Yeah, 2,500 in the United States. 2,500 varieties in yeah. the United States alone. Right. And that's, there's one, na- that crab apple is the only native variety to North America. Crab apples. And the legend of Johnny Appleseed. That's right. A, that's a good one if you look up. Actually, uh, 
you know, the, the perpetuation of crab apples was due to the demand for hard cider before prohibition. That was actually, uh, more popular than uh, beer in this country. Right. And so you see, that's why you see a lot of, uh, crab apple trees everywhere across the country. Well, cool. Uh, anything else you want to touch on before we get into, uh, um, no, that that's it right now. We're just, you know, more hard squash coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, tomatoes are going to go till January. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. California. But uh, that's it, really. Cool. Um, Lots of apples. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Also uh, on the podcast today, we got Brandy Reynolds. Brandy, the Farmer's Market team member, spell, selling some uh, produce out to these uh, chefs. What have the chefs been buying this week, Brandy? Well, this week we're talking a lot about Restaurant Week. Mm-hmm. And we got Market Restaurant and Del Mar doing Restaurant Week. They've got a bunch of Farmer's Market stuff all over the menu. Yeah, that's definitely one of those menus that you see that is so Farmer's Market focused. Uh, I know Chef Carl Schroeder is just like, he, you know, one of the persons who commits to tasting every single ingredient before he'll use it. Yeah, absolutely. And the cool part about meeting with Carl every week is that he trains his cooks the same way. I've often seen him put them against each other and say, like, one to ten, what do you think and why? And it's really cool. Like every cook should strive to want to work for a chef that pushes them like that. And now they know when they come out to the truck, they know how to pick, how to source, whatever they need. That's super cool. I mean, you know, taking that time to, again, as a chef, you can't see everything and, and taking the time to, um, or you can't really taste everything, you know, and having, having training your cooks to really follow up on your standards is what really what it's all about. Yeah, absolutely. So what have you been selling up there? Um, they're using some braised artichokes on their menu with Chardonnay, which is super cool. I'd never heard of before. Uh-huh. Um, they also, they've got that on their swordfish dish. And then they're also working with the honey nut squash, which seems to be everybody's favorite right now. They've got whipped honey nut squash with comfy duck and Swiss chard. Very <laughs> fally. Um, they're also working with apples, the pink lady apples. They also love the honey crisp apples, um, with a fig salad on the menu. Wow. That sounds delicious. And were those part of restaurant week menu? Yeah. So both those, the fig salad that you're talking about, mm-hmm. and um, uh, yeah, <laughs> a little bit of a, whoa, but we're, we're fine, we're fine, we're fine, everything's fine. Uh, act normal. Yeah, act normal, nothing happened. Um, so yeah, so the, both of those options on the Restaurant Week menu, hashtag SDRW, go up and check out Market up on Via Della Valle. What a great place to uh, experience for the first time if you had not had that opportunity on that Restaurant Week value. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, that's going to do it for our Farmer's Market Report this week. Uh, Coming up in just a second, we're going to have Kate Irick talking about Better Buzz Coffee. Okay, welcome back. It is time to get buzzed. It's The Grind, The Grind with Kate Irick. Kate, you went to Better Buzz this week. What's going on at Better Buzz? Thanks for having me back again, Nick, first. Um, I was feeling the autumn equinox and I decided I needed some pumpkin spice in my life. Pumpkin spice in your life. And I was super surprised when I got there. They have four different kind of fall, spice up fall coffees. They have the schnickerdoodle latte, pumpkin spice latte, spiced brown sugar cold brew, and the salted charcoal mocha. That all sounds like a bunch of seasonal deliciousness. And I got them all. You and got I all. I just of drank them. them all. You just drank them all. No. <laughs> are you going to be able to maintain your spot in the seat I don't know right if now? I can or are you going to any longer? <laughs> I know. Are you going to bounce out of the chair? Awesome. So you get, we're able to sample a bunch of different fall varieties and coffees. Um, any one of the you got all four of them. Which one stood out to you? I I always like. I'm a sucker for pumpkin spice latte, but I have to say the salted caramel. Uh, the excuse me, the salted charcoal mocha got me. The salted 
Car- what? Charcoal. Salted charcoal mocha. Charcoal. What's the charcoal? Say that oil? four times. I know. The charcoal, it's good for your liver. Oh, okay. So I, that actually like actual charcoal yeah, in it's it. It's detoxifying, which will be good after drinking four drinks. Yeah. <laughs> Finding your yin and yang with your coffee service. Yeah. And but they have a cold. So if you're you're getting out there and it's cold like today, it's sprinkly. I would say get a a, a hot drink. But they do have the spice brown cold brew, and they have the pipe, pumpkin spice latte iced as well. So which better buzz location did you go to? Encinitas. 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 But yeah. they have six locations. Six locations yes. of better buzz. And I know that the and the newest one has got to be that Hillcrest one, right? Which is huge. It's three stories. Three stories. An absolute gorgeous location. It just looks like when you walk into that place, it's that coffee house that's got that vibe that you just know that this is a happening place and there's you know tons of people everywhere it's it's seems a like a family place to be. friendly office working space cool lots of people doing a lot of work that's awesome so better buzz uh four varieties of of fall coffee drinks available on their menu anything else you want to tell me about better buzz i always follow it up with avocado toast because i'm a sucker yeah it's just a go-to mm-hmm. they do the best avocado and so toast. they do have a menu there they have full menu so you can sit there and you can have food you can have drinks to go or stay. All right. Life is better buzzed. Go check out Better Buzz Coffee, both in Encinitas, Hillcrest, and then there's one in Point Loma, Mission Valley, Fashion Valley. PB, or drive through in San Marcos if you're on the go. There you go. Thank you very much. Better Buzz. Thanks. Okay, everybody, it is time for that part you've been waiting for, the chef interview. Today we have Chef Kat Johnson, the main ingredient at Luce on Marina Boulevard. Uh, that's over in Bay Park, a uh, fantabulous little spot. Just did a little bit of expansion, uh, opened up a brand new patio out there, so you got to swing by and check it out. Kat, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. So one of my favorite things about Luce is every time I walk in there, the first thing that grabs my attention is your chalkboard specials. Yeah. So on that, let's see, you always have like a pizza and... Yeah, so we, um, our specials board is pretty much geared towards whatever catches our eye, Mm -hmm. um, whatever's on the market, produce, meat, whatever. Um, And we usually rotate it in with, we do like one special pizza, one entree, and Mm then uh, like two to three special appetizers, just kind of depending on what sounds good. Now, do you use that as like a tool if like you get great response from a plate that you put up there? Does it eventually make its way to the menu or do you just kind of keep it whimsical <laughs> by design? Or um, Sometimes it does end up on the menu. Um, I try to – personally, I kind of try and keep that from happening just because I like those things to like come up and people to be excited and be like, oh, finally I can have this again. Yeah, okay. Um, but on occasion, it will be something where it's like, oh, well, I kind of am interested in doing this like – for a dish, like let's let's see how people receive it, especially if it's something a little more like offbeat. So you guys are open for lunch and dinner, um, Italian based, but you're kind of much more than that, right? Yeah. So um, the uh, family that actually uh, owns us uh, owns Bocce's next door, which they're like super super Italian. Mm-hmm. Um, but we tend to be more on like the gastro pub side. Yeah. So With an Italian kind of flair too. Yeah, exactly. Like Italian inspired, but like. No rules. That's cool. <laughs> so what's your favorite thing on the menu right now? Um, Right now, it's hard to say because I just changed a bunch of stuff over. Well, then I'm sure there's something that you're <laughs> There's a lot with. of things that I'm really excited about. 
Um, we did actually just add a, uh, a black bean burger to our lunch menu. Okay, cool. Which I'm kind of like amped on right now because we haven't had something like that and we haven't really had an option for a lot of vegetarians that come in because yeah. I'm super like into pork and meat and all that. Yeah. So like having an option for those vegetarian people, I'm actually really excited to offer and like you see those regulars that come in and they're like, oh, usually I get salad. I'm like, hey, check this out. Yeah, cool. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, that's always one of the most challenging things is coming up with good vegetarian options, uh, especially when you're kind of not in that train of thought when, you, you know, when you're not inspired. I don't know. When you're not – don't have that um, necessity in your life. Yeah. It doesn't really kind of – I don't know. I've always found it difficult, but it's cool that you got something going on there. Yeah. I mean, it it is tough. I know what you're saying when you're not like – that's not your everyday mode of like eating and trying to like switch your brain to make something that's really good and vegetarian is it can be tough. So you just overhauled the whole menu? Not the whole menu. We just uh, we redid um, a bunch of our salads to get ready for fall, mm-hmm. and then um, we redid uh, some of our lunch options like sandwiches and stuff, and then um, our entrees that rotate seasonally as well. I know you're super responsive to seasonal products, and there's always like whenever I'm walking through the the warehouse, sometimes I'll see something that's new and seasonal and be like, ooh, I want to show that to Chef Cat," And I'll go ahead and look at your uh, order for the day. And it's like, you already ordered it. You're a step ahead of me. <laughs> uh, definitely with the grapes this year. I thought this was an amazing year for farmer's market grapes. Oh, yeah. And you were already all over that before I even got close <laughs> to re- making a recommendation to you. Well, those, uh, the muscat grapes that I was like putting in salads this year, um, I've had them, I had them last year and I wasn't using them on the menu then, but I would come in and buy them like just for myself. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think I drove Kelly crazy because I was just constantly like, hey, you got those grapes? Got so those that grapes. plate was in development in your yeah. head for like 10 months. Yeah. I was like already thinking about it. Like, I was like, oh, we're, season's coming. Like, we're going to do this. That's super cool. When you find an ingredient that you try once and you're just like, something about that ingredient just sticks with you. And, you you then remember it. The experience was so intense that like a couple months down the line, you're still thinking about this, and you're like, "Wow, wait! I can't wait till next season. I know what I'm going to do with that. It's super cool." Oh yeah, that's how I'm feeling about apples right now too. Apples, definitely. super stoked. So, what are you going to do with some apples? Uh, not fully sure yet. Right now, I'm running a special with like the ones that have been coming up, the Golden Delicious that I'm mm-hmm. getting. Uh, I'm doing a stuffed honey nut squash with bacon and leeks. And topping it with a the Saint Andre uh, triple cream brie, and like melting it in the salamander, it Ooh, came out pretty. That good. sounds delicious. It's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That triple cream uh, Saint Andre is a super, super rich. Oh yeah, gooey. Just on everything. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> oh man. So okay. So being a gastropub, you guys are have an approachable price point, but yet you go in here and you dive into that farmers market program. You're not afraid to source premium ingredients and really treat um you know your customers to a full culinary experience even though you're at that approachable price point. I think that's super cool. Yeah, you know, I um I think it's really important to be able to incorporate all these really nice things into meals that people can experience any day on any budget. You know, there's a lot of things that people don't get to try. Mm-hmm. And whether it be because the restaurant that's featuring it is, like, way too expensive for a Monday night or whatever. And, uh, I mean, I like to experience that stuff, and I like to share it with my guests. Yeah, I think that you are one of the best-kept secrets in San Diego. Oh. I don't think people <laughs> understand what amazingness that you have going on down there at Luce. 
No, I, re- I really think so. You know, you're kind of a little bit off the beaten path, but I mean, right there on Marina Boulevard, what a choice for anybody living in Bay Park or even as a destination. I mean, some place that you could eat at several different nights a week and have completely different experiences and delicious meals, delicious lunches every single time you go in there. Um, Chef Cat, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. This really fun. appreciate you. Uh, guys, definitely check out Luce over on Marina Boulevard and say hello to Chef Cat. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, guys, that's going to do it for us today in the Dine Local San Diego podcast. We'll be back in two weeks. I am on vacation next week, so I will be uh, on a hiatus just for a little bit, but we'll be back in two weeks. Talk to you soon. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.